Newcastle's best maids. Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London. The new McCrispy from Macca's is set to be their next big thing. Try it today at Macca's. Available after 10.30am. Welcome to the Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London podcast. It's 106.9. It's Nick Jester, going Ash. Happy podcast, everyone. Happy podcast, indeed. You got a tough week ahead of you, Ducko. Mm-hmm. In-laws mm-hmm. are coming. Look forward to seeing that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> You're all looking forward to seeing how this one goes for just, me. There's some things in life when you work in radio. Yeah. The great thing is that times of adversity <laughs> bring yeah. content yeah. and hilarious so content true. for the other people watching vicariously as somebody else suffer. So I've given you content about today and I can probably give more tomorrow, but when they're here, come Wednesday, oh, no, come Thursday morning, I need to stop the content because they'll be in town. Oh, yeah. You know? When they're in the market, yeah, when they're yeah. tuning in, yep. you can't yeah. be doing I would that. never say that. Yeah. You know? so. and, but th- there'll be a blackout period, sure, Wednesday to Friday. Yeah. But then come Monday, oh, yeah. boom. Oh, mate, it <laughs> oh, is open back. slatter. It's on. <laughs> it is open slatter yeah. come Monday morning. All right, the following people of my family need to take a hike. <laughs> <laughs> in order, number one. I just come out. And publicly get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh, God, I'm looking forward to Monday already. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. Uh, we all are. And hey, we should I'll give be the... thinking of you, mate. Thank I'll be you. Thinking of you all week. Yeah. Yeah. Be my thoughts and my prayers. Yes. <laughs> think of me today when I'm doing the lawn and watching the guy put the TV up, and you know. Yeah, yeah but that's on you. I think all that stuff about you having to go to all this effort to avoid judgment from your parents, mm. them being embarrassed. I set the precedent a long time ago that I will perpetually embarrass my mother and she has to just get past it. Yeah. And, you know, it's worked for me. Tell me Ever since it was like... her 50th birthday and I was supposed to MC it and I went out and got drunk, threw up in a pot plant and then <laughs> refused to MC it and then just sat in the back of the Sofitel feeling sorry for myself. And you didn't MC it. So who'd they get to MC yeah, it? Made my brother. Made my brother do it. I was like, you know what? I've done enough for this family. I think, yeah. <laughs> so tell me, have she you bought like so a ficus angry. plant or something for this? Uh, no. I didn't bring shit. I brought my set. Oh, 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 oh do you mean? <laughs> yeah, who, sorry. Who's bought what You're plant? asking me or, or, or Ducker? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not a ficus plant to vomit into. And your mum's 50th. Yeah. I'm thinking like at the front of your front door or something. Just like, look at us. Oh, look at our plant. No, have no. we got a fake plant that sits out the front. Because Morgan and I famously kill all the plants that we're trying. Oh, right? yeah, that's right. Good green thumbs. Nice. Do you know what you need to do? You need yeah. to cover them in sunshine, ducko. Oh, um, very good there. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. pink bingo tomorrow. You in we, <laughs> we need to give you what Ooh. song it is that you're listening out for during the show to call 131060 for a golden circle VIP pass. Yeah. What's the song? <laughs> it's cover me in sunshine. Gilly. Hey, look at it. Look at him. Don't go play at. a grab of it. No, I don't want to hear a grab. I of hate it. it. No. It's, my, it's my least favorite pink song. Gosh, I hope they um, don't log that song. I think it'll be easy to pop in when you do the weather. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's 30 degrees in Newcastle, 32 yeah, in the Valley. Bad, hey. Tops are 31 today. Yeah. Oh, but I, wait, let's see. What, what is tomorrow? Tomorrow is partly cloudy, 27. Ooh. That's going to be uh, You can say, I Thursday? wish someone yeah, would cover me in sunshine. Partly cloudy today. Tops are 27. I wish someone would cover me in sunshine, though. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's not there bad, Ash. There you go. That's probably... Listen out for that tomorrow, and that'll be, uh, that'll be it, I'd say. All right. Unless I... You know. Great chat once again, boy. <laughs> so much fun with you. <laughs> Anyway, let's get out of here, eh? <laughs>
Um, we've discussed it a few times this week, team. I'm in Hell Week um, because it's my mother-in-law's 60th. They're all mm-hmm. coming to town. We're going to the Hunter Valley for a wine tour this weekend. It's turned into me organising the wine tour. Mm. Yeah. Come on, do some shout-outs to the businesses, the local <laughs> businesses that are helping you out. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> Nick Allen Duckett has a commercial agreement with the following people. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in bed with the following people. Uh, anyway, I've got to do heaps to get the house ready, and Morgan wants to – because basically our in-laws – and like both of them together, like my family and Morgan's family, they never come to Newcastle. They don't live here. Yeah. So when they come, it's so rare that we need it to look, our place to look schmick. We need to show off. You know what I mean? That Morgan is very much in that vibe right now. If you can put in the effort for just that weekend, Correct. that is the vision that they'll have of you and how you live for yep. the rest of the time. True. So, yeah. And it also makes your parents feel like they've done something right. That's, when they visit you and your life's together yeah. and they can be mm. proud of the house you've got and how yeah. nice you're keeping it. You know, yeah. it's like saying all that... Time and effort you spent trying to raise me right wasn't in vain, Mum and Dad. Correct. Yeah. So one of those things that we'll do, we, we got this, uh, we got this new TV uh, that we're getting mounted. Okay, we want to get it mounted. That's the big mm-hmm. thing. We always wanted it mounted for ages. We haven't done it. Obviously, I'm not the most handy of handymen, uh, <laughs> so I outsourced <laughs> it to a handyman. <laughs> anyway, nice. he, he came over yesterday, and you know it's not great when it starts with the uh, like he's looking at me a bit weird, and he's kind of like, you know, what do you what do you do with yourself? Oh no. And that's where you got to go. Oh yeah, just work on the radio. And he's like. I knew that voice. I know your voice. And you're kind of like, this is the one time maybe ever in my life that I really wish you didn't. Yeah, yeah, Because you're sitting in my house doing something that I can't do and I have zero skills in and you just feel so useless. Yeah. You want Mm. them to go, oh, I I just listen to podcasts. And it's like, great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Not a radio guy. This is perfect for me this time. Because then, like... I just don't know what to do because the house like isn't big enough where I can just go sit on another level and, and you know so I'm obviously just chatting to the guy lingering and then I end up just lingering watching him work. Yeah, I'm going to oh, uh, retreat to the butler's wing. <laughs> yeah, got, yeah. Is that a man thing? Because as a woman, if I'd hired someone to do something like that that I couldn't do, I would just be like, "Cool, I'll be in the kitchen. I'll be in the front yard. Just let me know when you're done." Because you're a man and you're supposed to like. Lads, lads, lads. Yeah. Do you feel the need to stick around and discuss his work? I think so. I definitely think it's, <laughs> it's an ego thing. What and like, was, you know, what was the conversation? Well, he, he's literally like, well, if he gets in. I was off to a bad suck. He's like, what height's your coffee table and what height do you want the gap in between? How high do you want the TV? And I was like, I'm going to answer your question with another question. <laughs> I, Did I you bring a tape measure? <laughs> yeah. How do we do this? And because we didn't even have the new coffee table or TV unit that Morgan wanted. Uh, uh. All this stuff. I didn't know. So then I'm, I'm sitting on the couch lying down and he's like moving the, 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 the height to where oh, the TV This good, be. this good. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that looks good. We're just vibing. It got to the point where we were chatting so much. He then noticed issues with like some stuff with the deck and oh, then the God. fence. And then he fixed the fence for me. And then we were chatting about what he I could do with the house. The fence yeah, for you. yeah. The fence is busted. He fixed the gate. He's like, do you want that fixed? I was like, I probably should, yeah. <laughs> but I was so awkward and I didn't know what to do. And I felt so like like I'm not a man that I, I was like, I do what you're good at. <laughs> so so I, I, I made my tuna and veggies and rice and I sat in the, yeah. cou- I sat in the couch while he was working <laughs> he and sh- I just chatted. You should have come out in just. You would have loved that. Yeah. yeah, we had a great chat. Should have come out in just shorts and your tool belt. <laughs> It's been like, now we're talking. On a hand, mate. Baby boy needs a hand. I'll just stand right here, right? <laughs> but it's that awkward thing when you're not getting involved where you're like, do I actually try and help and pass them some things? Yeah. Or yeah. is that just getting in the way more? Because you feel like a toddler handing your dad a hammer. <laughs> exactly you know? how I felt, Gilly. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how I felt, you know? Yeah. So yeah, we've all got our skills. Uh, as yeah. I learned yesterday from my handyman, Brendo, and mine just aren't with my hands like that. Uh, but I was having great conversations with him, guys. What would you say your chief yeah. skills are, Tucker? <laughs> 
chatting. <laughs> like if we were to take you back, like pre-technology, yeah. what are we doing? Ah, uh, geez. What would I be up to? Um, no, you just said it. You'd be chatting. Yeah. I'd be <laughs> bringing people around for a yarn. It. I'd be the guy ordering okay. people what to do. You know what I mean? Just yeah. while watching. Like, uh, and just standing there. Um, but A king. Is uh, what you're <laughs> king. Look at you said it. <laughs> Hey, right now, though, yeah, um, I want to tell you how to eat, uh, or at least this guy <laughs> does. So there's this fella called Joseph Yoon. He's a New York City-based chef, mm. and he's realizing that the world increasingly is struggling to be able to find enough land to be able to feed the world meat and things yeah. like that. So he's saying we should start eating bugs. Um, now, he says, I absolutely love insects, and it's... I think really important that we start integrating these into our diet. He says there's more than 2,100 types of edible insects in the world, and they come in varying flavors. So, all right, picture a bug. Now picture one that's nutty. Picture one that's citrusy. Oh, that's not bad. Cheesy. I don't want the citrusy, not citrusy. No. Cheesy, cheesy. I definitely like, don't want a cheesy. No, button. that's like the no. insides of like a grasshopper <laughs> like or something. Yeah. What about this one? Yeah. Coconutty. Coconutty, I reckon I could handle. I could take that. that that's bugs from yeah. Fiji or something. You know what I mean? They're just they're tropical. Yeah, yeah. we're enjoying they're like, them. Bula, go for it. <laughs> Bula, eat me. Now, have you guys ever been like overseas or anything and just tried a bug? Uh, I've you know in Tasmania. Funnily enough, it is overseas. Uh, I had crickets. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Yes, I had oh, cricket yes. at Dark Mofo at the festival. There. Oh, do you have cricket tacos? Cricket tacos, yeah, yeah. and cricket on a stick. They Very, do. The legs get in your tongue. They really yeah, get in your tongue. I didn't rate it. Yeah, yeah. Ash? No, I've never had a bug. Not for me, really. Okay. Because yeah. I've had, uh, I think it was tarantulas in um, in Bali. Yuck. Like f- deep fried. And they'll just like popcorn no, chicken. But like, ugh. Yeah. How can you eat tarantula? They take the poison out, I presume, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I always think, yeah. how do we trust a chef yeah. to take the poison out? Maybe just the cooking What's... in super hot oil. I don't know. Maybe it like dulls the poison. Well, I'd want to be Googling yeah. all of that before I let some untrained roadside Balinese chef serve me a potentially uh, yes. fatal tarantula. Yeah. <laughs> Balinese chef yeah, on the side of the road. Very good for you. Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah poison's <laughs> definitely out. <laughs> um, but there's 2 billion people who eat insects regularly as well, but apparently most Western cu- countries uh, have feelings of disgust. Um, but how's this? So cricket needs six times feed less than cattle for the same amount of protein. So however much protein you get out of oh. these bugs, six times less feed, far less land as well. Huh. But how's this? So yes. this guy, yeah. this Joseph Yoon fella, you're just like, how do we do this? Are we just, you know, got a bowl of crickets or, you know, a little bag of flies. Yeah, yeah. So he says, it's easy. Just integrate it into the food that you're already cooking. For example, oh, no. when I'm making fried rice. I'll just bung some flies in oh, there. Oh, fly rice. No. Fly rice isn't bad. Oh, that's fly pretty good. Fly rice is pretty good. What's for Sounds dinner, racist, mum? Fly rice. It <laughs> doesn't sound great. Sounds Sounds racist. When I'm making my <laughs> mac. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Not in this case. <laughs> <laughs> just add some crickets to your mac and cheese. Oh. Just pop out to your yard. I can see like a curry being all right with a few crickets because it's so saucy. You know, you're not no, tasting it. The only way is to dry them, put them into a powder and add it to a smoothie or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't need the texture. Just give me all the protein, grind it up and I'll add it to something in a paste. You know mm, what I mean? Mm. You do, we don't need to be having the legs of the fly stuck in between our front teeth. Yeah, that's not. you don't want that. That's true. But like I like a big steak, right? So to get the equivalent amount of protein. You need a lot. I assume I'm going to have to have a lot of powder. 
I just have to eat it like Milo. You know, when you. Oh yeah, you'll be you'll be in, yeah fly fly protein. Just yeah. Add it to Milo. That's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, Not tell us. Fly low. Now with two hundred percent extra protein. Yeah, fly, yeah. You have your fly rice and your fly low. Hey, like I said, yeah. stop you can't do doing that. the racist stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Keep, keep, all, keep all talking about what's trending. What's trending? Trending. Now. I'll tell you what's trending now. Voice over lady. Australia has been labelled as the most promiscuous sexually open country. I knew you'd play that. I yeah. knew you were just waiting for yeah. an in, Ducko. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. I'm on the pots and pans over here. Just firing away. Yeah. So Worldwide Study looked at 45 countries' sexual habits. Ooh. And gave a global promiscuity index score. Now, there's a couple of factors that have been used to decide on this score. That is um, number of sexual partners, rate of sexually transmitted diseases, mean age people lost their virginity, oh. and attitudes towards sex work and premarital sex. Australia's come out on top, which I think is a good thing. Okay. Oh, means we're, we're open about it. Have we topped everything, like the STD one as well? <laughs> I think that was. I think that was actually about um, the lower the score, the better, because it shows ah, that people are like taking same. control of their sexual activity and there's less ah. shame about it. So it's a great thing. Yes. Um, so we'll start with the. Oh, so um, how? What do you think is the mean uh, or the average number of sexual partners that your average Australian is having? In their lifetime, it was higher than I thought it would be. Lifetime or year. A lifetime. Ooh. Well, I guess, I don't know what the age of the people are. I guess they're asking people between kind of 15 and 40 or whatever. But I think once you get to an age, you have less and less. So Can I go off my experiences at what, 40 or 50? <laughs> you know, a lot of people years. listening would hear 40 and 50 and be like, That's that low. is not a high number. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, uh, no, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> I reckon the average in a lifetime, maybe 10 or 8. Yeah, okay, I don't. What do you think, Nick? As a person who, like, if anybody, you know, shows any interest with me, I, I go out with them for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel as though... But you though had about 55 a, girlfriends, A so. lot higher than me. Maybe yeah. 21? The average um, is 13.3. Okay. So okay. you were closer, Ducko. Oh, there you go, 13. And the mean age Aussies lost their virginity oh, yes. um, was 17.9. So around 18, which I think is really good. That's yeah. kind of a good age yeah. to... I mean... I was a long way off when I was 18, to be perfectly yeah. fair, but um, I was a late bloomer. Not so me. I was uh, oh, real, real was mad about town. I think oh. you can tell that about me. <laughs> Gilly, was getting, Gilly was getting it done early. Oh, mate. Just what lo- are some other countries that you think up, are the top 10? Uh, <laughs> um, South America or like yeah, somewhere Spain? Else. Not a country yet. Yeah. Well, Brazil, Brazil is yes. number two. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, France. I'm um, in Chile, number four. What was uh, that? Yep. France. France is not in there. Uh. Portugal. Not in there. Ah. It's another sexy country. I'll give it, it to you. Oh, yeah. Australia, Brazil, Greece, Chile, New Zealand, Germany, Italy. I love that. I mean, Italy had to make a top 10. Yeah, or that yeah. would just yeah, you know, that be disappointing. Sense. Switzerland, Thailand, and South Africa. South Africa. Go us. We're at the top. We're at the top. We're the sexiest. We're mm. the most promiscuous. That is oh, good. Yeah, I'm proud of everyone. I know. Yeah. Low on the STDs so, yeah, as well. If you're, um, well. if you're out there tonight and you're thinking, maybe I'll go and get some. Do it for Australia. <laughs> Keep us at number one. Was it curry for the country? Mm. <laughs> Sex for the country. Uh, Safely with consent. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to know, Newcastle. 
What's the weird smell that you love? And you can give us a call on 131060, get it off your chest. I ask this because one of my favourite smells is um, the smell of my two-year-old breath. Oh. It's not a particularly nice smell. No. It's a bit funky, if anything, but something about it. When I smell his little breath when he's falling asleep in my arms, it is like a magic potion. Maybe it's hormonal. I don't know. Did you experience the same thing, Nick, even though you're not a mother? Tell me, does the breath thing make any sense to you? It, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> quite frankly, it's, it's very I'm, weird. I'm sorry. I've never got into my kid's breath are necessarily. You like, are they opening their mouth and you're just like taking a big sniff in? Or? Yeah, like... Well, you just when he falls over. asleep and he breathes, if his mouth's open, I'll just kind of put my nose in there and just breathe in the breath. It's just this, it's the smell of Buddy. Yeah. It's just, it's it's so weird, but it, I just love the smell of it. And his, his, his breath changes smell when he's a bit sick. So oh, I can tell yeah. if he's like a bit off, his breath smells different, but, it, and it's, it's even the smell of his nano, his toy, which is covered in like the stale version of his spit and breath. It's still delicious to me. Really? So I, you know, when they were babies, I did enjoy their scent, but uh, mm. when they weren't pooping. But mm. yeah, the breath yeah. does seem a bit weird. We spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, Ducko, when you breathed into my mouth oh, yeah. for some reason. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, we yeah, did. That's right, yeah. and, was yeah. that a nice smell? Was that good? You like it? It was fresh enough. Yeah, it was definitely the duck man in you. <laughs> Oh, here he is. Yeah, fresh breath. Man in you. <laughs> but like, I get it. I also like a, a smell from an orifice. I huh? um so whenever I sneeze, I don't know if you mm. get this as well, Ash. Ducker has said on air before that he doesn't. Whenever I sneeze, immediately after, I get this really distinctive smell. And it it smells bad, but I love it. I what? love it. Yeah, it's it's very that odd. That makes no sense to me. I have no idea what you're talking no, about. No, neither. I don't get the smell thing from the, yeah. from the sneezing. Most people don't seem to, but I just love the smell of okay. about three or four seconds after my sneezes. Yeah. It's weird things you like to smell on 13, 10, 16. It doesn't matter how weird it is. It's, it's good to you. Like, I like to smell my dog's paws and inside her ears. Oh. I like to smell the inside oh. of Pam's ears. Inside dog's ears, they smell good. Does it have a comparable smell? Really? It does. just like little Pammy. It's like a little, I don't know, I just like that smell. Yeah, right. I've, I've heard other people liking their dog's paws too, like you, if you does smell the paws yeah, on the top. Yeah, i that, the smell of the paws. Yeah. Does she like it? Does she like it? She thinks it's a bit weird, from, but she's used to Ditty. Uh, I also really, <laughs> Ash, I also really like to, I think you might be on board, I like to smell books. Oh, yeah, and no, I love that smell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The smell of books. That's very comforting, yeah. yummy, delicious. I love that it's smell. It's a comforting smell, right? Yeah, I think you... most people would like the smell of books. Yeah, I would have thought so. Do they have to be leather bound? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Rich books. I picture your like rural property, Ash, as a shelf of leather bound books. Leather bound? No, it's, it's actually a lot of very colourful, really crappy airport novel sex books. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <my mouth novels>. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of them. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Weird things you like to smell. The weirder, the better. We'll give you a prize mm. if it's real weird. I want to know. I want to know how freaky you are. I mean, if I was just smelling her child's breath, breath. And, and going to bed loving it, surely you, you, you can't top that, but we'll find out. Uh, we'll I do it. someone up. will. <laughs> Alicia in Raymond Terrace on 13, 10, 60. Weird smells. Weird things you like to smell. Um, I like to smell my son's head um, when he was a baby. Um, I just when he first came out, and then um, years on, um, just the smell of his head is just so invigorating. And now he's sixteen, I still like to just grab him by the hair and say, "Come here, let me smell your hair." And yeah, um, yeah he'd be roughing it around, and yeah, he's just—it's so beautiful the smell. You just need a hit, oh. Alicia. 
<laughs> but, yeah. but Alicia, surely 16-year-old hair is very different to baby hair. Like, surely it's sweaty, grotty hair now. Yeah, it's a bit sweaty and grotty, but it just still smells the same. I know underneath them roughing it around and that, yeah. it's just a real tough smell now and um, a little bit manly, but, yeah, it's yeah. just a lovely smell to smell. Gets you going. Oh. I love that. Yeah. It's beautiful. And I think it kind of it says the same thing that I'm talking about Buddy's breath, that it's not even, I don't think, the smell. I think it's some weird hormone thing. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to it. Yeah. I'm not a chemist or whatever they're called. Is this <laughs> doctor? Chemist. <laughs> Scientists. <laughs> well, not any of the ists. <laughs> not a, uh, none of them. Samuel's in Cameron Park. Uh, Sammy boy, weird things like to smell. Yeah. Um, well, we had a couple of litres of dash hounds, and with the smelling of paws, it got me thinking, but puppy breath. Oh, okay. Mm. Have you had yeah, other dogs? Is it, is it just dash hound breath, or is it all puppies? <laughs> Well, it's, it's only Dashyans we've had, but yeah, with with the two litters, it was weird. Like when they lick your face and you just go a whiff of the breath, you're like, that doesn't smell too bad, and it's just unique. Ah, <laughs> oh, puppy breath. I can't remember Pam's breath as a puppy, but I probably would have liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do do this. I do this thing now though. If, if the dog ever licks Morgan in the face, and Morgan likes, I'm like, oh, I just saw her licking her butthole before she licked you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goes down a tree. So romantic. <laughs> Amy, <laughs> Amy and Curry, what's the uh, smell? The odd smell that you um, like? When, when you squish ants and like smell your finger. Oh, we've heard about what? this. Yeah, this is like a, a thing. Some people what even can smell mean? ants unsquished, just like oh, it's. It's just, like it just smells really sweet. Like yeah, <laughs> like I can literally walk into someone's house and I'll know if they've got ants in their house because I can smell know the smell of it. You know. Yeah, it's either you either can smell or you can't. It's this actual thing where people either have it or they exactly. don't. Exactly. Yeah, it's very exactly. Strange. Like if you haven't done it, you got to do it. It's just. <laughs> I feel like there could be a TV show about you, Amy, and an exterminator. Hmm. She goes around to people's houses, <laughs> sniffs out ants, sniffs out the walls, and then gets rid of them. Yeah, they're like, I don't yeah, know. Who needs, who needs, it. And it's a genetic trait that some people have the ability to detect the scent that ants let off because that's how other ants know that there's other ants around. Yeah. yeah. And some humans can smell it, but others can't. I guess that's I also, definitely don't have those genetics. Also, no. how they follow each other. So they like lay down their pheromones, and then that's why they all walk in a line. And then if they end up going in a circle, then they just walk there till they die. Oh, that's it's a fun fact. Fun fact for you. Ant Yours facts. was more fun, Ash. <laughs> could have, could yeah. have stopped on hers, thank you, Lee. Anyway. Uh, uh, Zule in Pelican. Uh, what's the weird smell you like? Baby vomit. Oh, no, Baby. you don't. Oh, How, yeah, I do. Come on. It is, it's it is so yummy. It's so nice. And it's, it's a newborn baby. Like, I don't know. They just smell delicious. So, yeah. Each to their own, babe. This is a judgment-free zone. Yeah, I don't know, man. And, you know, exactly. you think I your think baby's vomit smells nice. Parents. Yep. Yeah. Baby vomit. I just, I, isn't, surely it's just formula and just, ugh. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Oh, gross. Okay. It's, it's baby milk. Yeah, keeping yeah. them alive yeah. and keeping them growing strong. Gross. Oh, okay. <laughs> right on, mate. You want to smell baby vomit? You, you, do, you smell your baby's vomit today. You tell me if it's gross or not. No, but, but it doesn't vomit. Yeah. It hasn't vomited in I'm a while. I'm sure you But would I think like it, it. at two years old, if you vomited, it would be, surely it would just taste like adult, smell like vo- adult vomit yeah. now. It would be gross smell. But yeah. No, weird thing. It's had been vomited on <laughs> plenty. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it's that much different. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, but hey, uh, each their own. Yeah, each their own. Judgment-free zone, as Ash said. Let's try so hard. Jake in Ashton Field. What is the smell that you love to smell? 
Hey, Gum, I don't actually like the smell of my own farts. Oh, yeah, like your own brand? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> m- normally, normally the ones after me morning coffee in the car on the way to work. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. We don't need the sound. If we all know what a fart sounds like, Gus, oh, come on. <laughs> um, is it like the satisfaction? Is it like a... That's, yeah, that's the, like the, little, the little love puffs that come out of your ass and they go... <laughs> Love pops. Love Everyone pops. does like smell their own band, Jake. Yeah. They, they're lying about yeah. it. They say they don't. But it was always going to be anyone else's. It'll make me sick. Yeah, but if it's yours, yeah. It's true. yeah the oh, mate, they're unreal. Love pops could be a cereal. <laughs> You know? so I can imagine Jake just sitting in his car, winding up all the windows, turning the aircon off. That's <laughs> exactly what I do too. Oh. <laughs> Bends his head down. of luxurious home upgrades for just 5K? Yes, please. Search Montgomery Homes. 1, 2, 3, it's 5K, BC. It's 106.9, 10K alphabet. Yep, 30 seconds to answer 10 questions, all starting with the same letter. We have to take your first answer. You can't use the same answer twice, and if you're unsure of the question, just say pass, and we'll come back to you if there's time. We are playing for $10,000, and we go to Grace from Greta. Good morning, Grace. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, thanks. Grace, how are we feeling this morning? Are you confident? Oh, I'm trying to be. Super nervous, but giving it a go. Okay. Deep breaths. Okay. Deep breaths, Grace. Breathe oh. in, breathe <laughs> out, and nail it. I will do my best. Okay. What are we doing with 10K, Grace? Oh, may- maybe putting it towards the pool. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. That would be that good. That would be nice. Just in time for a hot summer. Nice Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Summer. Oh, you can have the family at Long yours day. then for Chrissy Day, Grace. We do. Oh, okay. We need this pool. El Nino's in town. We need a pool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay. The sprinkler is not going to cut it. No. So, do you know the letter, Grace? Letter M. M. Very good. M for mother. Let's yep. get into it. Your time will start after the first question. Here we go. Starting with the letter M. I need you to give me something you read. Pass. A school subject. Math. A dog breed. Maltese. A nut. Macadamia. A month. March. A comedy film. Marley and Me. A five letter word. <laughs> or pass. A C. Pass. An emotion. <laughs> Marley and Me is the saddest movie I've ever seen, Grace. <laughs> Love a black comedy, Grace. So the is she a sadist or did she make a mistake? <laughs> Very good. If you're I laughing mean, at the end of Marley and Me, oh, then you do you, Grace. I don't think Grace. I've even seen Marley and Me, oh, but it comes the, up on the Netflix don't do it. for like four years. If you like dogs, do not. Do not do it. It's hard. Oh, it hurts. Oh, <laughs> let's, um, oh. let's put aside the trauma that we're all going through right now and tell you that you got... Four, five, if we accept Marley and me as a comedy. Um, you've got a hundred There's not many movies I'll cry, but that is one. <laughs> You're very loose with the interpretation of the answers, Ash. Would you give Marley and me as a comedy? Look, if she it. got the other nine and that was, you know, like, we would have to give it to her, right? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I mean, some people find it funny. Subjective. It's not under the genre of comedy, exactly. but, you know. Yeah. All right, well, you've got $100 to spend at the Braddy, the Bradford Hotel, People's Choice Award finalist for AHA Newcastle. Let's take you through them. Something you read, a magazine, a comedy film could have been Mean Girls, a five-letter word, a mouse, a sea, the Mediterranean, and an emotion mad. Mad. Yeah, I'm very mad. I'm very mad. (laughs) 
So, yeah, you, you go home and watch Marley and me tonight and <laughs> show yourself what you've done. <laughs> Report back. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Oh, thanks for playing, Grace. Good to have you on. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. We oh, do, we love in. you, Grace. We She's do. a legend. Yeah. yeah. Keep, 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 keep talking about what's trending. What's trending? Trending. Now. Uh, Channel 10 has come out and announced a bunch of new shows and new TV hosts for these shows. Uh, Ready, Steady, Cook making a comeback with the lovely Miguel hosting oh. that one. I did love Ready, Steady, Cook in the afternoon. Yeah. You know, it was I like, love that. I was on that with Scott Tweedy. Right and on. I'll never get over it because we made it. I was with um Darren, um the guy that Magdalena Rose married. Darren, mm, hot guy, lives in Byron. Anyway, mm. that guy. And McMullen? we cooked something that was amazing, and the and the audience was so enraptured by Scott Tweedy's good looks that they voted for his chicken dish, even though it was raw inside, pink, raw. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like a rare, a rare, rare chicken? Yeah. <laughs> Ready, steady, <laughs> anyway. cook. Oh, well, I thought that. I think show Miguel was Maestre will be so good hosting that. I love him so yeah, much. He's great, very wholesome. Ah, uh, they've also announced Wheel of Fortune Australia, hosted by Graham Norton as well, which is quite interesting. Oh wow! And the one and only GD's that's, back. That's filmed. Do you know that's filmed overseas at Wheel of Fortune? They're using the UK setup. Yeah, with the UK And they've just host. like flown some Australians over. A classic. <laughs> really? Some Australian contestants over. It's probably cheaper to yeah, do it that it's than way make cheaper. it here. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it makes perfect sense. And Grand Daniel, <laughs> GD, he's back on the screen toasting Deal or No Deal. Oh, really? Yeah, he's coming back to host Deal or No I Deal. Yeah, that's going to be interesting bringing Deal or No Deal back. Yeah, it will be. Um, but the one I want to talk about, guys, is I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Much speculation because obviously Julia Morris and Dr. Chris Brown hosted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Chris Brown bailing. He's got some other things happening with Channel 10. Uh, so no, uh, Channel Seven. Sorry, he's, ch- he's jumped ship to Seven. Remember? Yes. Seven? Yeah. Yes, that's right. Because they thought he might be the new um, Sunrise presenter, but yeah. he's not the host. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but I want to talk about the new host I've got for I'm a Celebrity. It's none other than... Thanks for the kisses. Thank you very much. Bobby Irwin. Bobby Irwin's on. Mm. Wow. Okay. So yeah. he's what, 18, 19? I don't know Bob Irwin's age. Snooze, look that one up. Um, I look, you know, Bob Irwin, some people love the Irwins. That's, that's great. I just think Bob Irwin is a complete caricature of a human being. <laughs> I don't think he's real. You know what I mean? He's too happy and too positive and too up all the time. How's that going to yeah. work for this TV host? He's 19 years old. To be a fly on the wall in his home. Yeah. Like, you know, just to see what he's imagine. like at home when things he's go so poorly. He's so positive. He'd come out of the morning, oh, yeah, yeah. guys, well, well wow. cover me in sunshine. Isn't it just such a wonderful day to be alive? Absolutely. I love it. Oh, and people are like, it's raining. It's a thunder. But it's, it's so sunny in my soul. I love it. Sunshine <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. This is a bit of audio of him uh, on the project last night. Talk about one cool thing mm. the show's doing, but you can hear Julia Morris at the end and you can hear a bit of their bants. Can I, can I say something really interesting? And this is one of the reasons why I was so excited to join this show is I'm a celebrity, have vowed to cease all use of wildlife in the show. All of those eating trials still continue. The shock factor's still there, oh. but it's with sustainably farmed animals, cows, pigs, chickens, things like that. So I'm what? very proud. They've, all got, they've all got bags to eat. It was, yeah. <laughs> All right, two things there. First of all, I want to start more conversations asking permission if I can say something interesting. What do you mean, like, can I can I say something really interesting? Of course you can, Gilly. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much, Taco. Yeah. And secondly, uh, how shocking is just like, all right, your eating challenge now is can you not vomit while eating a steak? I know. It takes away the fun from it, even though they're probably doing a good thing. But then Julia Morris at the end trying to make a joke off the back of that stuff and it doesn't land. It's going to be a lot of that I gear. don't get the joke. I don't get the joke either. But, like, neither did Bob. But, like, bags. yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's anyway. I uh, look. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, we'll see. What, we'll see, what, see how it goes. Some people love that. It sounds to me like you're jealous and you want to be the new co-host with Julie. I don't, you I don't, you, I don't think that's my vibe. That I could get this job. Yeah. Uh, You'd be all right on that, I reckon. Yeah. yeah you like the heat? I do like the heat. Like the jungle. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm just saying I think Bob is too positive. You know, we all said it. I just, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 hey, Ash, ask Gilly. I've always said this about Bob Owen. Pre, yeah, yeah, yeah. pre him being a host on this show. <laughs> Which, uh, Which is interesting because you say that Nikki Webster is Australia's darling. She's, she's gorgeous. pretty positive. Oh, she's a, she's she a great human like the female Bob Owen oh, after Bindi. How dare you? Listen to this thing. Listen the fact to this. that you got that grab up so quickly oh, of the song yeah. means that it's always just there waiting for you to she play. She was my That's first love. love she was my first love. My teeth hurt listening to this song from how sweet it is. Yeah. How dare you? Mm. Your teeth hurt from that, but do they hurt from this? Thanks for the kisses. Thank you very much. <laughs> Are you ready? Hey, this is Pink. That's right, Pink Bingo. You're listening out for us to slip into conversation. A title of a Pink song this morning. It was Cover Me in Sunshine. Yes, Ash London talking about Bob Irwin just waking up in the morning. Positive fellow. Just cover me in some sunshine, people. It just came to me in a moment. I hadn't planned that. It just no. came to me like a breath of inspiration. I just had to run with it. Because I, I just want to make you guys proud. Yeah. <laughs> We're you know proud. I mean? That's radio, We're man. Proud. That's that's something yeah. that's a skill you possess, you know what I mean? That mm. was that Thanks, was babe. it was great to watch. It. In yeah, front. yeah, yeah. Uh but then lots of people did call up on 13 10 60. So we go to the phones. We go to Callie and Cessnock. Good morning, Callie. Hello, good morning. How are you going? Um nervous, my heart's racing. Okay, what are you what are you nervous about, <laughs> Callie? Oh, I'm just so excited. What are you what are you excited about, Callie? <laughs> A dressed pink ticket. Oh, did she get them, Ash? Oh. I don't know who should be the one to give her the bad news. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Kelly. Sorry, babe. Yeah, the bad news is you can't take two of your friends. You can only take one of your friends because you got oh a double God. pass Woo! to the Are Golden Circle VIP. Yes, you're going. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Oh, no worries, Kelly. Who are you going to so take? Who's the my one friend? Oh, nice. Oh, I love it. <laughs> It'll be a hell of a show. mother-daughter gig. It is. Pink's oh, a great I performer. Tried to get, I tried to get tickets, and I couldn't get them, and oh, so upset, but well, oh, my God. You don't just have tickets. You've got VIP Golden Circle tickets. You've got oh the, the best God. in town. You guys are amazing. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Hey, so I love much. that for Cover Me in Sunshine, which was sung with her daughter. We've given it to Kelly. Go on with her daughter. Is this one of your faves, Kelly? It is, it is, yes, yeah. definitely. Me too. You and your you and your daughter could uh, maybe dress up, pink and willow vibe. Yes. <laughs> That's a no. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> Darling, don't apologise. Ah, it's all good. And what's a typical willow outfit? Do you think, Taco? <laughs> you know that little thing she wears. Anyway, let's look. <laughs> that iconic the dress, <laughs> garment, sneakers. And... <laughs> oh, you know how it is. Anyway, Callie, well done. That's yours. We've got another code word on the show tomorrow. Be listening to our podcast uh, on the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. We give the code word away there. Indeed. On 131060, we're asking the question, what unique skill are you famous for among mm. friends, family, maybe even strangers? So my cousin Lisa is, um, she is my cousin. She's the string that holds our family together. She's the one that remembers the birthdays and the anniversaries and oh. keeps in touch with everyone. We love her. Every family needs that. She's, every family needs a Lisa. She's also um, 
has a unique skill that on the surface you think, oh, that's a bit weird. But then there comes a certain time in, I'd say in my life every two years where I, I, something happens and I go, okay, I know what I need to do. I need to call Lisa. <laughs> and that time is when um, any sort of service or company or especially if it's a call centre related thing, um, I need to give them a call and I need to query a bill. Oh, yes. Like for something. There's I'm talking about mental health insurance. Oh, no, yeah. Maybe it's a telco. Yeah. And you're like, this is an afternoon. Yeah. You know, there's a couple hundred bucks in it. I need my refund or whatever it is. But, you know, it, it requires um, the kind of concentration and focus and dedication that I just don't have at this point in my life. Yeah, because you're on hold for a long time. It's, oh, man. Long. The volume of calls is always higher than average. If it's always higher yes. than average, yeah. change your average. You start at 20th exactly in the queue right. or something. Can yeah. you, like, you move up every yeah. five minutes. And they wear you down. Oh, right? oh they get And yeah. they, they want to wear you down. They wear you down so that you'll give up. And they change you but in you departments. They about... move you round. You're yes. like, ah. Oh. And then you start again and explain yourself all over oh. again. But do you know who cannot be worn down and will not be worn down? I'm guessing Lisa. My cousin Lisa. Yeah. Lisa. So it starts with a text to Lisa because she's busy. You say, Lisa, I need someone to call whatever it is. Let me know when you've got time to schedule in the week. She'll then give you a call back when suits her and you'll, you'll brief Lisa. And then she will say, okay, she'll look at her diary. I can give it three hours on a Wednesday. And then you say, cool, that works for both of us. Yep. Because often it will take three hours and she knows it will. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So with this, you, um, we, you need to understand that you need to be on the call for the first 10 to 20 minutes together because she needs to get permission or they need to get permission from you to make Lisa the account holder. Yeah. Right. And then you get to hang up and you go and live your life and then Lisa takes over. And it is a 100% strike rate. Whoa. She will not be worn down. She will not give up until she has gotten you whatever you need. And you can count on Lisa. There's no world that she, in which she calls back three hours later and says, they wore me down, I couldn't do it. She will always come through for you. And for that reason, Lisa is the string that holds our family together. We love her the most. Her unique skill is being able to call any call center for you and get what you need. 100% strike rate. Because I, yeah. I kind of picture you sitting by your phone for three hours going, I wonder if she's no. won, but you don't. You don't need to. It's like, once I've hung up, great. Lisa's got it. I'll it's pre-spend done. the $200 the, that I'm trying to There's nothing in that for Lisa. Like, she's not getting anything out of that. You know what I mean? She she's, just got mentioned she on the just radio. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, she loves our family yeah. and she really is one of the most selfless people I know, but she also cannot handle injustice. Yeah. So if she feels like <sighs> someone in her family is being wronged by a corporation, mm-hmm. it's now personal it's not just happening to me. It's also happening to Lisa, and she needs justice, and it's the best. It's That's the best. So I love good. you, Lisa. Mm. Um, so 131060, what's your unique skill? I think mine frustrates people, but um, two-letter words in Scrabble is my unique <laughs> skill. Like, like, what's that one with a Q? Oh, G. G, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Q-I. Yeah, yeah. Like Very points. useful. You're stuck yeah. with a Q. You don't have a U. doesn't matter. Just find yourself an I somewhere on the board. Yeah. It's triple letter score. Boom. 31 points. Of course points. you'd be good at that. And be like, that's not a word you'd look it up and it is. You'd be like, stuff you, Gilly. <laughs> yeah, because if you challenge. I wouldn't even argue with him. I would know that he would know. Like, yeah. You're wasting your time yeah. telling him Waste, it's not a word. Of course breath. it's a word. <laughs> wasting your breath. As if he doesn't already know. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, the rules in Scrabble as well are if you challenge my word and you're wrong, you lose that equivalent amount of points. Is that a rule? Yeah. Really? But if you challenge no and you're... That. To play that, you need to be a psycho. <laughs> no one plays that. But if you challenge and you're successful, you get that many points. 
I would hate to play that game with you, mate. I also <laughs> do you hate have a weird, unique skill, Daco, or is yours just like organising 60th birthday parties for your mother-in-law and getting lots of free stuff? I'll tell stuff? you, Daco's emceeing weddings. He does yes. people he vaguely has met on yep, the street. I've done like I've, I've emceed about seven of those, and I get a lot of people call me, ask how they can emcee their friends' weddings. I'm like the MC's MC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the weddings, you're the consultant. Uh, but one thing, I, one thing I'm very good at, and I, I shouldn't mention it, but I'm going to is I'm very good at getting management to do things for me. Oh, I might need you. In, in, <laughs> in, in, in companies. Like, for example, I have never once put in a day of leave. I've never once requested a holiday. Our boss has done it all for me. <laughs> I have Is it just... feigning like just, oh, I can't do it. Oh, yeah. Act a bit dumb, but, you know, a bit funny, a bit witty. <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> How does this damn thing work? <laughs> What's that? We all forgot to put my leave in. It's all good. <laughs> Never mind. You know, that's my unique. I'm very good at that. You know, I'm, I'm just good at getting things to happen for me, Ash. Uh, in that room, in that room. <laughs> Great. What a wonderful member of society. Okay. Just... Don't be jealous. Uh, 13, 10, 60, unique skills. What are they? They can be anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give us a call. Do Maybe to... they're helpful for other people. Maybe they're not. Mick from Stroud's on the line. Mick, good morning. How are you going? Morning, all. How are you? Great good to hear from you, as always. What's your unique skill? I can drink um, half a can of Coke. All rum through my nose. <laughs> oh, okay. How do you do it, Meg? Wow. Well, you get a straw and I can sort of <laughs> lock one side and snort away. Oh, I see. <laughs> Does the fizziness of the Coke burn the uh, nasal cavities, like get into your brain? Absolutely. Do you get used to it? Yeah, <laughs> my man. Your brain just gets used to it, baby. And that that uh, pushing through the pain and yeah. learning this skill, how has that come in handy in your life, Mick? <laughs> I don't think it really has. <laughs> you, when, when Mick's had a few runs with the boys, he's like, fellas, check this, <laughs> check out. this out. He's a hero in that moment. That's okay. true. He, that's how it's coming handy. Reputation building is how it's coming <laughs> handy. <laughs> Have you heard about Mick from Stroud who can, who can sniff <laughs> half a bottle of rum? <laughs> he's built up the immunity <laughs> now. Uh, Daniel and Jasmine, what's your unique skill? The, uh, the return schooner carry. Return schooner oh, carry? Oh, okay. okay. How many can you do? 25. What? 25 schooners. Are you putting them on top of each other? Got to do the stack, but you got to do it by two, side by side, 25, you know what I mean? One's higher than the other. You got to balance out. Stacking two by two, side by side. That is. All I'm saying is you stack 25 skewies and bring them back to the bar, you're guaranteed a free drink. That's all I'm saying, right? There's a tip for the day, oh, right? Nice. Take it with you. Oh. Instant payoff. That's great, Daniel. Drop 23 of them and end up with two in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> it may have happened before, all right? It might have happened before. Yeah. <laughs> then you're getting kicked out of the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep all, keep all talking about what's trending. What's trending? Trending. Now. I feel like we need David Attenborough for this report because apparently on TikTok, Gen Z is revealing how easy it is to spot a millennial at a club. Which one's a millennial and which one... I get very confused about these. So millennial 1980 to 1998, I believe. So that's Gen Y. Yep. Uh, We're all millennials. And then Gen Z is later than that. Right. to 98 onwards. Yeah, so people who are like 18 to 25, 26 okay. at the moment is Gen Z. So we liked a bit of Sandstorm. They like... Can I be honest? 
bit of Ferrari. Yeah, it's the real difference there. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, here's how to spot them in the wild. Apparently, according to a TikTok, millennials are on their phone 24-7 at the club. Oh, right. Whereas mm-hmm. Gen Z is always dancing for no reason. I would have thought, you know, they're on their phone a bit too. Yes. Yeah. I think so, but maybe not at the club. The club. Uh, millennials- at the club, you're putting your phone in your back pocket or your handbag and you're committing to the dancing. For sure. Well... Uh, millennials wear heavy makeup. Gen Z only wears just tint. What's tint, Ash? Tint is like somewhere between a moisturiser and a foundation. So it's like a um, hydrating cream that's got a bit of colour in it, but it's not like full coverage. All right. That's all they're wearing. It's a dewier thing. Go. Own that natural Less self. is more, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, millennials off for high heels while Gen Z are happy to roll up to the club wearing sneakers. Oh. Um, and yeah, we, then, yeah, that's true, actually. That's um, very true. And when I was going to the club as a young person, the, the heels. Change of the times, isn't it? More dressed up. Just in their comfortable shoes. That's smart. We yeah. were the idiots. Cobbling <laughs> around like idiots. They, they got yeah. it right, you reckon, there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, um, TikTok has said a millennial caught on club CCTV would be canoodling with another person while Gen Z dances by themselves. Just dancing on my own. Right. Bit of Robin there. And uh, apparently there's a guy who's gone viral as a result of being caught on the D floor and being told, you're showing your age. You're showing you're a millennial. Put your hands down. So he kept raising his hands on the dance floor. Yeah, the fist pumps. That's all you got, baby. It's yeah, just we these do. Ones. We do a lot of hands what, above what, the head. Yeah. Dancing. What else can you do though? It just you keep them down below your head. Like what? What is that? That's not as fun. But who cares? We are millennials. Yeah, you get on the D floor. Yeah. The whole point of it is to enjoy yourself, right? Yeah. Must be exhausting. But also, I. I don't know any any people my age who go to a dance floor. I'd be way too tired to be even go there. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the minute you go there, you're like, I regret this. That's true. But if I was, I would put my back into it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You Definitely. I'd put my hands above my head. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. I don't go to my go-to move and that's the fist pumps. Yeah. I would be, I'd be dancing until my shirt could be wrung out with sweat. Oh yeah. That's nice. just, I mean, that's just Gilly Saturday night really. Exactly. Oh yeah. Even would you be pulling home. out your quokkas moves at oh, the club? Oh yeah. Oh mate. Give, give us your quokkas moves. There he is. Oh, there it is. He's pause got his up. <laughs> pause up. Pause up for pause the gill, mate. <laughs> we saw you in a club doing pause up. That would be great. <laughs> it's hot. That was the Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London Podcast. The new Mick Crispy from Macca's is set to be their next big thing. Try it today at Macca's. Available after 10.30am. Hits 106.9.